0: You're listening to episode 126 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border. Let's talk voice. Hello there and welcome to the podcast. Today is all about fun, a really, really unique and innovative, creative game by the one and only Mark Tucker, one of the Alexa champions. And... Boy, if there's something about Mark, I can tell you I've met him at a conference. He is one of the most friendly guys, one of the most helpful guys, one of the most generous guys with his time. He's out there helping all of the developers. Uh, He is only too happy to share his knowledge. And today, uh, he comes on and he describes a little bit about his background and also a completely revolutionary game as far as I'm concerned when it comes to Amazon Alexa. And for all, all of us, Northern Voice, the game is available here in Canada. So, I won't keep you waiting any longer. Here is Mark Tucker talking about his game number spies. Hey Mark, it's a lot of fun here to have you on the podcast and to catch up with you. Welcome to the Lexing Canada
1: podcast. Yeah, my first time. Thanks for having me on. Excited abs- about it.
0: That's my pleasure. When did we first meet? It was at one of the conferences. It must have been like 2 years ago now or something like that. Probably,
1: not- yeah. I, maybe Voice Summit is when we when we first bumped in um, on the on the bus on the shuttle from the airport
0: oh that's right that's right well that's a good story in itself we just happened to be on the same shuttle that's right and that's where we met oh very cool well uh, I've had a chance to follow along some of your work and learn about what you're doing and uh, the Canadian listeners are going to be really excited to hear that you've got a very very unique skill that is available in Canada we're going to get to all that but before we get to that I'd love to hear a little about your story and maybe you can share a little bit about uh, who you are and your background with the listeners
1: all right so I am a software developer with uh, more than 25 years experience, mostly in Microsoft technologies. It was about uh, the fall of 2016, actually, when I stumbled across an article about Alexa. And one and realized that it, was, it existed, which I didn't know existed, and that you could develop for it. And I had at least some of the, the talents that I needed to, to be able to program for it. And that led to experimenting which led to starting the Phoenix Alexa meetup which uh, then I started speaking at local conferences about voice technology. Uh, That led to becoming an Alexa champion and then I joined my first uh, startup doing voice technology full time which now I'm um, at a company called SOAR just um, hit my one year mark at at SOAR and we're doing voice technology and helping people get content via voice um, so just learned all the stuff that I needed to uh, from day one.
0: That's great. You've it's it's amazing because the industry is so. I guess it depends who you ask. There are some people that have been studying voice for a long time, but the, the voice industry, as kind of most people know it, is so young. And yet you've you've been doing this almost right from the beginning of this time. Um, and obviously, that's gone on to lead to some incredible recognition, including being uh, one of the early Alexa um, champions. So, congrats on that. Yeah. Um, and you've been speaking around at conferences. You're a well-known person in the voice space now. And I would love to learn a little bit about um, your, your experience with developing skills. And particularly, we're going to get into this skill that is incredible, I think, uh, that is available in Canada. So why don't I g- let you have the floor and just describe a little bit about sort of your experiences with that and then maybe lead into uh, the skill that is an amazing game.
1: Okay. Thank you. So my first... cross run in with voice technology was back when I was uh, a teenager and I received my first home computer. It had a voice synthesis module and it could say about uh, 80 words or phrases. I thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. and uh, just I continued to do programming. I taught myself uh, on that computer how to do basic and then later in high school Pascal and then college learned how to do COBOL and, uh, and C++ and and just went on from there, uh, so I've been doing technology for a long time and self taught and just love to learn things and like I say, when I cross paths with it uh, with Alexa for the first time in twenty sixteen, there was about three thousand skills in the the u s skills store because that was the only thing that was out at the time, and just thought it was really cool, but I had to learn all kinds of things with uh, Amazon web services with their cloud and and so this is kind of the path that I I took, just was excited about it and when I hit it again and started doing it, I just really fell in love with uh, the conversational nature, the the interactions that you, you can do and just the fun experiences that you can build and, and it's still in a lot of ways new enough that you can do things for the first time. So we, you can do the first skill that does this or the first that does something um, else, and and this this is the most ambitious project that I've done. I do stuff professionally at, at work um, at the company that I work for, and I do some things as time permits on the side. Uh, but this has been kind of an idea that's grown into different things. The thought of number spies has been around for for a number of years, and I just hadn't learned enough stuff to do it yet. Mm. So. I'll get a little bit, start getting into a little bit about the game. If, if, uh, if that's okay, we'll kind of tell you how it, how the nugget of how it started. For sure. I just want to
0: emphasize something that you said, which I think is really cool. And, and because the industry is so young, you're absolutely right. It's like the opportunity to be the first at something, which I think is really cool because it's, you kind of, and you get to kind of break the ground on some of these ideas and what you've done here truly is a first. So yeah. Tell us about the game and how it works and the concept and everything.
1: Okay. So probably about eight months ago, um, I came across this concept of a number station. And number stations in in the Cold War, you know, World War II, then you would be able to transmit on a shortwave radio just these series of digits. And a spy that also had a shortwave radio tuned to that frequency would be able to hear those digits. But you couldn't decode that message unless you had the one-time pad uh, the same copy as the one-time pad that encoded the message, so it was—it's an unbreakable cipher. And so I—I I, I learned a little bit more about that, and this—you know—came into all kinds of other other things that you know led into this game. But, but that piece of of wanting to do something with a number station and 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 having uh, poly-generated numbers that sound like it's a real radio transmission. Um, and so I had to do a whole bunch of stuff on the back end to, to mix sound files together. And so now today I've got a content management system where I can put in a message and it will decode it. I mean, it will encode it and then um, and build this, this file that then you can use a uh, flash briefing to listen to what that, uh, that number station transmission was. And that's kind of where it started was this idea of, well, hey, what if I had a flash briefing that every day was just a number station transmission? Now, you may not know what it means, uh, but then, you know, you've got this uh, this transmission. And then I thought, well, we've got to have a way of being able to decode that message. And so uh, I said, well, we can have a website where you can then enter in those numbers that you've heard. And if you had the, the one-time pad, then you could go ahead and decrypt the message and figure out what the secret was. You could, you know, crack uh, the secret code that you were uh, were being sent. I thought, I thought that was an interesting idea. Go Can I ahead. just interrupt
0: for one sec when you say the one-time pad, cause some people might not be familiar with what that is.
1: All right. What, so what, what a one-time pad is, is just a series of numbers. It's randomly, um, generated numbers, uh, in groups of five digits and about 200, uh, digits on a single sheet of paper. So if you think of this, um, a pad of paper, but every paper, uh, sheet on that pad is a series of numbers. And then there's two copies of that pad, the person who's sending it and the person who is uh, receiving the message. So let's say that you encode the message and, uh, and you use the, the digits on this the sheet of paper to, to encode the message. And once the message is encoded, you tear off that sheet of paper and you destroy it. It's a one-time use pad. Mm. Um, and so then, the way that you encode the message, the first five digits aren't actually encoded, it's the first five digits on that sheet of paper of the one-time pad, so when I receive it, I can find the corresponding one-time pad sheet that it goes with, I can decode the message, tear that sheet off, destroy it, and now the the secret is safe. There's no way that anybody could uh, find it and break it later, um, because you've, you've destroyed both copies of, the, of the one-time use pad and there's, you know, there's code tables that, that you can use to, to change letters into numbers. And then that's when you actually use the one time pad to encode and decode it. So that's, that's kind of, there's a whole, you know, complexity around that. And when I was, was younger, like a lot younger as a, as a boy, I actually had a notebook that I carried around that I would think of these different codes, Hmm. Uh, you know, simple like ABC, listed forwards and backwards and then you do the message and you'd have to you know look up the corresponding letter or convert letters to numbers there was all kinds of things that i whenever i would come by some sort of a code then i would write it down and 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 play with that idea it wasn't anything you know tremendously sophisticated but Mm -hmm. i thought that would just be really cool what if i had you know that same me today and i could just ask alexa to tell me what This code was, and every day I would have this chance to break the code and figure out what it is, and so so you can do that with Number Spies. You can do it the the long way and manually decode it, and that's that's something that's available, and and I'm totally excited for those who want to go that extra mile to do that, and and in the game Number Spies, which uh, has built off of this, then you get more points. If you were to manually decode the message, then you actually get more points than if you do it the fast way. So, but there is a fast way to do it. Um, so you could, uh, you know, write down the numbers that you get and, or you can go to our Facebook page and every day there's, that's, there's a transmission that has a series of numbers there and you can copy those numbers from Facebook and go into the Number Spies website slash decode, paste those same numbers there and immediately get the decoding of what the message is. <laughs> Now what's interesting is those activities happen outside of the voice experience. Mm-hmm. So you can ask the flash briefing, it's called Number Station Alpha, is the fake number station that transmits these messages. You can listen to that and write down the codes or you can go to Facebook and just get the codes if you don't want to listen to it or you can go into the Number Spy skill and say listen to Station Alpha and it will give you this, uh, those same numbers. So you have if you listen to the flash briefing and, and you hear that there's a transmission, but you're not in a state where you can um, write down the numbers, then you can go back to number spies and listen to it again, or you can go to the Facebook page and just get the numbers. Very cool. Um,
0: and, and just before we go a little further, I just want to maybe for the listeners, it might be useful to sort of explain the, the story behind the game. Like you so you're a spy in this. So you're almost like role playing, correct?
1: yeah so it 's not a heavy role playing game but you are taking uh, you are agent three thirteen mm-hmm. and you are brand new to the agency and when you first start the game it 's going to give you a walkthrough a little tutorial as part of your initial briefing uh, they 're going to send you to spy school you 're going to understand the main commands that you need to to use to play the game um, and then you 'll start the game. Um, you can also go to the website um, and all the voice commands are listed there. And so you can go ahead and and quickly learn what are the different voice commands that you can use to play this game. But yes, you are a spy. And the main things that you do is, uh, as often as there are radio station transmissions, and that could be two or three times a week, you can decode messages and solve puzzles. So the decoding itself is kind of a puzzle because you have to try to figure out what the message is. And you get a verify code when you do that. And then you can go back into the game and redeem that verify code. And then, then that proves that you've actually done the thing
0: mm-hmm. and in
1: this case, decode the message. And so then you get points inside the game for doing that.
0: I interrupt this podcast to bring you a very important message. Verify code one, two, eight. I repeat verify code one, two, eight. We now return to our regularly scheduled podcast.
1: But the, inside the message, it could, it could tell you a uh, country to go visit, like a city. It could tell you a what three words location of where to go. Cool. Um, so then you have to figure out what city that is in. And then inside the game, you can travel to that city and get points for that. Or it will send you to like a website. And the website might have a video to watch or an image or something. That could give you additional verify codes that then you can use to uh, go ahead and get points in the game. And things are based on the day. So the day that the transmission happens, which is at zero universal time, so that's 5 p.m. Arizona time, then you have 24 hours from that time to decode the message and get any verify codes redeemed for that day. And uh, so everything that's inside the, in the game is tied to a certain day. And, and if there's a place to visit, you could visit that city, uh, like let's say you visited Paris and, and something happens, but it may not be tied to the thing that the, the message that you get. And then maybe you get the message and you decode it and you get a verify code and you verify that. And then you go to, you go to you know, Paris again, then maybe something that unlocked something that now you get additional clue or something else to happen. Uh, because you visited Paris after you've unlocked the message that's told you to visit Paris.
0: This is amazing. Like the the, the amount of complexity that is built into this is, boy, I, I have not encountered anything like this in a voice skill. Like, I'm curious, like the development of this, how long did this take? How long did it take you to just like map this out and to put this all together?
1: Oh, wow. So the seed of the idea has been around for, you know, a year or more. Uh, I started working on it uh, probably November of last year actually starting to get some code and going through some of these different ideas. Uh, The first thing I needed to tackle was I needed to do the flash briefing. Uh, In order to do the flash briefing I needed to have this thing that generated radio station transmission so I had to do some back-end code work to do that. Uh, So that was the first little while and got that to a point where I liked that, and then I created the number spies skill, and then allowed you to listen to the transmission inside of there. But then I I just started thinking about, well, you know, how are we going to prove that you've trans you've decoded this message? And so that came up with this idea of of a verify code. So I did that, and I'm like, okay, I'm liking that idea. But you should be able to travel places because what if you want to be able to, you know, the message tells you to go someplace you want to be able to travel someplace so then i had to add this this thing where you can travel throughout the game to different cities and and try to make that as easy as possible you just have to say travel to london or travel to um, paris and what it will do is it will i have this database of like all the cities that have a hundred thousand population or more and so it just picks the place that's the most populous based on the name that you say So. Um, then you, you can travel to that. And then I had to build well, what happens when you go to these, these different cities. And so then I had to create a database of things that happen. <laughs> but then I, I didn't want to be able to do, have to do thousands and thousands of these. So I had to figure out a way to kind of like Mad Libs, figure out these different scenarios with placeholders. And sure. what are the different placeholders of things that could happen? Um, so then that, that led to, well, all right, what about missions? Of course, you have to go on secret missions. Um, so that was similar in some ways to, to travel. So I was able to expand that out, but there's this concept of with, with missions then, um, as you, as you earn points in the game, um, experience points, then you move up levels. And as you move up levels, then the missions that you go on should be harder and harder, or, or at least more complex. There's, you know, there's really nothing involved in, uh, Things that you have to do to to make sure that the mission happens successfully or not, but but there are good things that can happen on missions and there's bad things that can happen on missions and or the same thing with travel too to a certain extent. So, wow. you know, figuring out that mechanic, uh, figuring out that, and then adding things like uh, announcements when you first start the game or notifications or to be able the idea to uh, be able to set reminders. So when you go on a mission, you can only go on a mission every ninety minutes. Um, and so, when you finish a mission, it's going to ask you, "Do you want to set a reminder for ninety minutes to come back and and, and go on your next mission?" And you can say yes um, to do that, or you can set your own reminder. You know, anywhere from um, you know an hour to to thirty days in the future. You can say, "Oh, I, you know, remind me in in three days to come back." And so then you can come back in and play the game and and set set reminders. And there's in-skill purchasing that you can do in order to travel. You need money to travel to these different locations. So depending on where you travel, um, the agency that you belong to um, is is loosely based out of Washington, D.C. So you're thinking, okay, so uh, farther away from Washington, D.C., the more it costs you to travel to that city. Um, And so in order to travel, it costs you money. And when you succeed in decoding messages and verifying things you get money Mm -hmm. but it could be a situation where you run out of money and so Mm -hmm. you could purchase money now that's only in us and uk uh canada isn't uh, doesn't do in skill purchasing yet but it's all set up when that happens that you could turn that on (laughs) Um, and then when you travel also you have to use an alias of course you can't be yourself and so when you first start the game it auto creates an alias for you, and then you can create your own aliases. Um, You have these things called alias slots, which are blanks that you can fill in your own. You can just say create an alias and it will generate one for you. Or you can actually go on the website and type in the name of your own alias. And that gives you a redeem code for your alias. And then you can go into the game and say redeem this uh, alias code. And now you've got the name that you want for your alias, which was an interesting dynamic that wow that i thought of too as, as we were going through that is that you know what i didn't want to do account linking there is enough friction with doing account linking inside of a skill and complexity that that adds so i was trying to think of ways to uh, there's a dynamic of being able to do that on a website where it's easier to type things in maybe than it is to say it um, especially with names uh, but then how could i turn that around and use that in the game and so when you create an alias then you you get uh, basically a 24-hour uh, unique number pin that you can use to go and then redeem. And when you redeem it in the game, then then um, then it goes away. But that's some of the different things that, that are in this game. Yes, there is definitely a lot of complexity <laughs> to It's this. amazing.
0: It really is. So I'm just sort of trying to put this all together. So you've got the flash briefing, you've got the skill, you've got the website, and then you've got other you know, depending on the missions that might direct you to other videos or websites or other types of digital resources. Is there anything like, I just had this idea. I wonder if you've considered this. Is there anything like sort of real world that a person could go and discover something in the real world and somehow bring that back into the game?
1: I've thought about that. I'm trying to think how, how to do that right now. um, I guess conceptually it's possible is if, if there's some way that you could distribute something out there if if you can get a like a three to eight digit number associated with it, I could add that to the game with that verify code. So you could do, for example, like a live event where you in an area maybe if you um and thinking about actually I'm thinking about ways of maybe this could be used in maybe a different skill that would be like a scavenger hunt skill where you could then use a website and create a scavenger hunt for different locations and then go in and and redeem there's that all the mechanics are there um you know i've i've solved the problems of all the different ways of doing that but yeah you could conceptually either um do a live event so i could do a live event and say hey there's a live event for number spies in in phoenix and if you go to these different locations there's these codes and you can redeem them that day there's things like that you could do but um
0: Hmm. the concept is really very interesting because i think it's just like you like you said from the beginning it's something new and i think there's a model here that could be very very interesting and lend itself to a lot of creativity are you familiar with geocaching yes Uh, so it makes me think of that like if there's some way to like tag a geocache with a number and if somebody goes out and finds that and somehow bring they bring that number back into the game or something like that but anyway yeah
1: no that that that, you're thinking along the lines i've been thinking yes there's, (laughs) there's definitely so i've tried to do that in a in a virtual way by being able to do what three words to take you to a location and then being able to redeem a code or what i've actually done is on the number spies website um i based i created like a mini blog that's part of that website so when i create content i actually do a new post that's available um on that site, which then links out to a video that might be on YouTube or someplace else. So then I take real content that's already out there. It could be something from the International Spy Museum. It could be something from, you know, this or that. And I watch the real video or the read the real article that's on the web and I find something that I'm like, oh, that's a cool number that I could use um, as part of number spies. And so then um, When you go out and watch that content, then you're looking for a specific number someplace. And when you figure out what that is, you can go back in the game and get points for it.
0: Very, very, very cool. I love it. I love the concept. And like I said, I think this is gonna be I think you're onto something here because it's just so unique, so different, so creative. So uh, congrats. What's what
1: what I'm trying to balance. Well, thank you. And and what I'm trying to balance here is I'm this is this game's not geared towards the heavy, you know, Dungeons and Dragons art, Mm -hmm. you know. RPG, um, you know, the whole role-playing game crowd. I, I'm, I'm hoping that there's definitely aspects of that that people like, but I, I don't want to scare away the people that aren't you know, that type of, of player. Sure. sure. Um, and so you do have the ability to you know, create aliases and you're acting in the role of a spy and you get experience points for things that you do and you can move up levels and you can have money in the game. But really, that's the extent of the complexity. You don't you don't flesh out your character with traits and abilities. You don't um, you don't go on on campaigns or missions with other people. This is this is you as Agent Three Thirteen playing this game. And so basically, the way that a, a typical day or dynamic would go if you're playing Number Spies is is that. Uh, let's say that you enable the flash briefing and you know whatever your typical place where you say what's the news and you get your you know um, Alexa in Canada you know flash briefing and you get your this other flash briefing then numbers by the number station alpha could be part of that and you hear oh I've got you know this uh this transmission that's happened today okay so that means you know I'm going to go back into the game sometime today so whenever that happens then you can go into the game and listen to it again and, and write down the numbers or short, shortcut it by getting the numbers off of the Facebook page and you decode it and you go ahead and it's like, okay, this is what the message is. Oh, it's just telling me to go watch this video. I'm gonna go ahead and redeem this code for, for decrypting the message. Uh, and then I watch this video and I find another number that, that, that I then use to get it some more points in the game. And then I'm like, well, why I'm here, I'm gonna go ahead and go on a mission. And so I, I go on a mission and, and whatever happens with the mission, I get points for that or I lose an alias or whatever it is that happens with the mission. And, but I can't do that for n- another 90 minutes. So then maybe I travel to a few places um, and, mm-hmm. and, and travel around and, and get to learn more about uh, these different locations or just flush out my, my experience. And maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's 10, 15 minutes that I'm, that I'm playing number spies. And then, you know, Uh, 90 minutes. It happens, and I and I had time, so I suggest the reminder. So 90 minute comes back, and it's time to go back on another mission. So I go back in, and I and I and I go on another mission, and I and I travel around a little bit more. Um, So that's that's the that's That's the dynamic. It's not really heavy um, and intensive. So I guess uh, I'm encouraging everybody to go out and give it a try. It's it's uh, there's there's definitely complexity behind it as far as. Developing the game so that there is more of an immersive experience, mm-hmm. but the the things that you need to know to play the game are just a handful of uh, voice commands.
0: And it sounds like it's very open ended. Like, is there an is there an end to the game? Do you win the game, or is it more like you continue on as a spy and you just do more missions and that sort of thing?
1: You go on on more missions, and the missions yep. become more varied mm-hmm. um, as you um, move up in levels. You get paid more for the missions that you mm-hmm. go on. Uh the goal is ultimately become the master spy.
0: Uh, ah, okay. so that's like okay. level
1: 10. Um, but you can keep playing. There is uh it, it it is an open end. There's no story arc that's gonna tell you what to do next. It's gotcha. It's I'm going I'm getting into my, you know, I'm putting on my spy hat, so to speak, and I'm gonna go play the game for 10, 15 minutes um and play like I'm a spy and decode a message and do some fun things. Amazing. It's more of a you know, casual game experience, more self-directed as far as when you're going to go travel or how often you're going to go on missions. Uh, you know, you could, you could be very dedicated and every 90 minutes go in and go on another mission and do that, you know, lots of times and just do a whole bunch of short visits. Or you could you know, just do it once a day, whatever, you know, fits your, your play, play schedule.
0: Cool. That's fantastic. Well, it's really like, in addition to the complexity, uh, you know, from the, from the time I played it, it's obviously very well done people will hear that the sound effects. And so you put a lot of uh, effort to the production level as well. So um, really good experience. So let's, let's finish off by just tell the, tell everybody, tell the listeners, where can they go to, well, number one, connect with you. If they want to chat with you about this or your experiences as a, as a voice developer expert, truly, or how to, you know, where would they go and try the game?
1: All right, so probably the, the, the best place to go to to the, uh, get to the game is numberspies.com. Uh, N-U-M-B-E-R, spies as in plural, uh, .com. You go there, there's an immediately, uh, a quick overview of the game. There's links to, depending on which country you're in, um, to go to the Alexa skills page, uh, mm-hmm. the skills store to enable that skill. Uh, there's a quick summary of how do you, you know, what are all the voice commands? How do you decode messages? You can find that all on the website. There's a video that walks you through the decoding process. Uh, then if you're onto Facebook, then I would go find the Facebook page for number spies. There's also a number spies, uh, Twitter account. So you can, um, get information that's posted there, or you can, you know, post, responses or or you know, follow that and, and direct message and whatever mm-hmm. else you need to do that's one way to contact me or just generally me as a uh, on on Twitter that's probably the best way to get t- contact me and it's at mark Tucker and I think that's it I, that's <laughs> great. those are all the different resources that are um, around number spice but that's it's pretty awesome to see this you know idea that's kind of germinated uh, for many many months to when i first started it and there were like zero assets hmm. and now there's a, you know website and the skill and the flash briefing and the facebook page and the twitter um amazing handle and all that stuff so it's been it's been a lot of fun and a lot of hard work well done well really well done um and as i
0: said right off the top uh canes gonna be really happy because this is um available in Canada. And it's a really, really unique experience. So I encourage uh, everybody to go check them out those resources that you mentioned, Mark, uh, really nice to catch up with you. Thanks so much for spending yeah, some time here again, and hopefully it won't be too long before we're able to meet up in person again. So
1: that sounds good. So you take care of you and your family and, and everybody out there, just uh, stay safe and go be a spy or at least number <laughs> spies.
0: Sounds good. All right. Take care, Mark. All right. There you go. I hope you really enjoyed that podcast. This is a game you really, really should check out just because it is so different than all the other ones that are out there. Mark has done an incredible, incredible job. So uh, I will have the links to the things that Mark mentioned on the show notes page. You can access that at A-L-E-X-A in alexaincanada.ca slash 128. And the other thing I'll mention just here, I think it's a good good time to mention it given that mark has been talking about flash briefings if you want to create your own flash briefing i have a completely free course uh and to my knowledge it's the most comprehensive course that is on the market so to access that you simply go to flashbriefingformula.com and it takes you through how to set up a flash briefing how to market it the whole bit from start to finish so there you go uh northern voice thank you for tuning in for another week i hope you enjoyed this episode and i will speak to you again very soon take care